Welcome, welcome to Mother Industries live show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. And today is episode 13. And I'm the host, Kenneth. I'm the author of Mother Industries Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. And I'm also the founder of KC Creative Marketing, where we provide designing services and marketing consultancy. So uh, today, I have this really, really awesome lady. Uh, she's a single mom and she's a real estate sales and marketing specialist. Uh, she had hit her first $1 million at the age of 29 years old. Uh, and she's currently the team lead for Colorado Suburban Home Team. And for her, she strongly believes in providing service with sincerity and integrity. So um, without further ado, let's us welcome Judy. Hi, Judy. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So thanks for making time, um, especially early in the morning over at your end. And also um, really, really excited because the first time when I met you was through a friend who referred you to me, uh, that you're also a mompreneur. And she said that you, you, got to, you got to hear from her. You got to uh, hear an inspiring story. And uh, she's very, very, uh, she's like the guru in real estate and uh, through, through your friend, Rebecca. And I'm so blessed to have connected with you. So, uh, Judy, before we kickstart the show, there's a tradition, which is um, every guest um, get to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So, are you ready with the question of the day before we kickstart the show? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're ready. So, um, the question of the day is, what do you do to help, help yourself to be more creative. So I repeat again, what do you do to help yourself to be more creative? So meantime, while you think about this question, um, I, will cut, I will go into Facebook Live and see if you are live successful and also to see uh, who's coming on live. Okay, I'll come back okay. to you. Cool. Let me just check. Okay, I can hear myself. I'm now waiting for your part. Okay, <laughs> I can hear you. So cool. I see somebody coming online. Hi, hello. Welcome, welcome. Okay, so Judy, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? I'm ready. Okay. I think. So what helps me stay creative? Yes. Um, honestly, I would say education, mm. um, you know, I drive a lot, you know, I commute a lot between Colorado Springs and uh, Denver. And so I normally will stream books on anything that, um, I think will help my business. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I try to go to a lot of classes to learn more and, you know, usually teachers are pretty passionate about what they teach. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I think they inspire me to be more creative. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That means you get gaining knowledge is to help you to get more creative. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Good, good. Thank you for your answer. And now we can kickstart the show, Judy. So before um, we, we go on, uh, maybe you can do a short introduction about yourself because um, the audience, will, um, you are new to the audience. So maybe you can introduce yourself and what were you doing Pyro before you uh, you start your uh, real estate business. So maybe you can start okay. with us. Yep. Um, well, I'm from Colorado Springs, Colorado. I um, 
like a regular kid. I played a lot of sports. Um, I went to college on a sports scholarship and, um, you know, picked up a job at a land sales company. And I was like, well, this is kind of cool. And, you know, I watched my mom struggle, you know, single mom of four kids, including my dad. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, she supported the family. Um, and she's from Korea. She's an immigrant. And so I think her struggle was a lot harder than most of our struggles, where at least we speak the language. We know we can always get a job if we really want to. Mm. Um, so she did a lot of physical work. And then, um, I don't know, I was watching infomercials late at night about real estate investing. And I knew in my mind, I didn't want to work as hard as she did. I said, there's got to be a way to work smarter and not harder. And so um, I got into wanting to become an, you know, like a real estate investor and flip homes and you know, fix and flips. And then I became a real, so to avoid paying the commission, like we all think, right. I got a real estate license, but in order to keep a real estate license, you have to associate with a broker and that broker wants you to sell real estate. And so here I am. <laughs> wow. 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 So that, so basically, in, in, in short, you have like been in real estate for the longest time, like ever since you graduated? Or... Um, I started young in my early 20s, but honestly, I stopped because in 2007, 2008, um, you know, I sold um, houses in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people lost their homes. And that was really, I lost homes. It was really hard for me. I have like all my friends that are in the business, they're like, not making as much money as we used to for sure. And they're like wanting to kill themselves. And it was rough. A lot of people, um, you know, so I was a little, it was very depressing, mm. you know, to have all this money and then not to have it, you yeah. know, it definitely humbled me. I came back to Colorado Springs and I'd say for the, like the last eight years, I took sales jobs like over the phone. Mm. Um, you know, I worked for the cable company. I worked for, Trulia, I worked for Zillow, but a lot of like I would make a hundred phone calls a day. <laughs> and I was just like, man, uh, this isn't for me because I always wanted to go back to what I like to do, and that's um, you know, flip homes. <laughs> and and that that is uh, that brings us to the topic of the day, which is how to succeed in real estate with sincerity and integrity. So like like for your case, you you shared a lot about um how you succeed and how do you become so passionate about real estate so maybe you can share with us um why why are you so passionate about real estate and you have been doing it you have been flipping it and even in between uh, that you were in other jobs but you still come back to went back to real estate so maybe you can share with us why are you so passionate about it and what is that what is in real estate that make you make you want to wake up every day and really uh, make, make it working um, honestly, for me, um, I think it's probably the way I was raised because I did see a lot of people, you know, um, I'm a military brat. And, you know, when you're in the military, you don't have a whole lot of money um, in the beginning. You know, you have stability, which is great. But um, I've seen like friends go to war and come back and not be able to get jobs and like almost be homeless. And, you know, I think that's what really gets me doing it is I'm like, you know, you wouldn't be homeless if you owned your home, mm. you know? And so I think that's what really keeps me going is if I can help families, especially first time home buyers, if they don't know what to do, if I can help them with their first purchase, at least for the rest of their life, um, you know, in Colorado, rent goes up 
it's like crazy expensive. Mm. And, you know, you could rent like a one bedroom apartment easily for $1,300, you know, but if I would have bought that condo four years ago, I don't, my mortgage would only be like 600. And so, but that's what keeps me going is if I could just help a couple more people and not just for their sake, but maybe for their kids' sake. So they have something to hand down to their kids, mm. even if it is just a little condo. And I'm hoping a lot of times those condos turn into single, single family homes. Those single family homes become like $500,000 homes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is really awesome. And I can see that you are not just uh, passionate about real estate. In fact, it's to help people to own homes uh and and seeing that um they will not be paying high rentals year after year and also to pass it down to their children as a legacy as you mentioned yes. yeah and then um and how was it like because um you shared that you hit your one one million at the age of 29 years old how was it like um having that that amount on your hands and at the age of 29 because if i had <laughs> that in when i was 29 I, I'm like, I'm really clueless uh, whether how am I going to do with it. So how was it like back then when you hit the um, first one million at an age of 29? And it's within a year, right? Or... Uh, oh, no. It took me probably 10 years to be mm. worth a million. But wow. my goal was to have like a million dollars in the bank, liquid, that I could just <laughs> take whenever I wanted to, you know? Um, and it was crazy. It was a party, you know, because I'm young. <laughs> stupid and I'm not really saving it. Um, and I swear sometimes living in Las Vegas, I wonder, I'm like, what did I do for that decade? Where did it go? Because I partied so much and um but you know it's I don't think the hard part was making it. Don't get me wrong, it was hard making it, okay? Mm. But I think it's harder to keep it once you get there. Um and the thing is is I didn't and it really humbled me, but I realized I think the thing that hurt me the most was I see like a lot of my friends and like family members that are around me they're not really there mm. to support me you know because when the money's gone those relationships like some of those relationships several of those relationships <laughs> were gone too <laughs> wow. wow so um it was hard it was hard and i saw like um it was depressing i saw you know shit you go from maybe having all these houses and all these cars and spending it whatever you want to and buying whatever you want to to not being able to afford that mm. Um, and then in the end, you know, it's, it's true what they say. It's lonely at the top. And so as you make more, you get lonelier. Yeah. Um, and then when you, you get even lonelier, when you realize that, you know, a lot of people are, they're just, you know, they're there for the party. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all coming for the fun. And, and you realize that you, you weren't happy because, um, like many people that we know, they always wanted the, the, the million, they wanted yeah. the big house, the big car, a, a lot of material stuff. But at yep. the end of the day, like you mentioned, uh, a lot of people that crowd around you when you have money, when you are rich, uh, they are not in for you, they are in for the party, they are in for the cars, they are in for the good deals and uh, anything that is good around money, they just enjoy, have fun. And the moment that everything is gone, you just realize that that's where true friends are and true friends stays and some friends that yeah, doesn't even sure. stay even for family members and relatives they don't they don't stay and for you um you, you have shared one thing that it was pretty lonely 
although you have the money, you can you can use money to make you happy, but something is missing, right? Something right, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, well, my mm. other thing, just real quick, is you know when you make money your goal, okay? Mm. You know, in hindsight. Um, I would have worked on my relationships a lot harder, mm. you know, instead of being like, oh, those will wait. I just want to go get that money, right? Mm. Like the relationships really mean anything, like with my mom and my sisters. Those yeah. I should have worked on instead mm. of being like neglecting them, mm. you know, and waiting until, you know, they came after the dollar because money, it comes, it goes. When they say it's the root of all evil, I could see that. If that's what you're really aspiring to, because once you hit that goal, that monetary goal, yeah. Um, for me, I was really lost. I was like, well, now what? Now yes. I did that. Now what do I do? Now I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should think about getting married or something. And it, it wasn't good. <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that crossing your mind when, when, when that happened? Uh, was... Yeah, absolutely. Because I am not married. Um, mm. I have no kids. Mm. You know, And I mean, I could have got married, but then I realized, like, do I really love them? You know, I don't know. It was crazy. But, you know, um, I do feel like it's important. You know, if you find someone that you love, I think you should really work hard at trying to keep that relationship and yeah. give it attention. And don't let money be, uh, you know, because like I said, all money is not good money. You can have yeah. a lot of money, but if you don't have a real good purpose to yeah. put that money, then it's all for nothing. Yeah, like, like you mentioned that um, money, you, you can earn it. But the hardest is not about how much you earn; it's about how much you keep. And that, that's right. That is that is a, a a quote from Warren Buffett that I heard from that he quoted. Yeah. And and he shared that with even with with Bill Gates when Bill Gates was asking him that, uh, what what is the one thing that that um why why is his because when there was an interview, uh between uh Bill Gates and also Warren Buffett, and in this interview, uh is a is a talk show and uh in this interview. Warren Buffett was sharing uh, with Bill Gates his, uh, his calendar, his schedule, and Bill Gates realized that why is there a lot empty slot in his diary, in his schedule, in, the, in his calendar. And while Bill Gates was wondering that I'm already a CEO, you are also a CEO, what makes the difference? Like I'm so busy with meetings, meeting the uh, higher management, and how come your schedule is so empty? And uh, what Warren Buffett shared with me, uh, shared during the interview, and uh, it got into me, is that he can practically buy anything on earth in the world, but one thing that he could not buy is time. That's why he valued time over everything. That's right. Yeah. So when when that 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 quote comes, uh, and and it really hit me, I just realized that it's coming out from the wildly successful, the wealthiest man on earth. And uh, and and that that really really struck me. Like he has, he practically can buy anything, but one thing he couldn't buy is time. That's why he allocate a lot of time for himself. And the other thing that uh, he also shared is um, if you check out, he still wear the same watch until now. He still drive the same car. So uh, it's not about how much you earn. It's about how much you yeah. keep. That's, That's it makes true. Him, yeah. So what you shared is really really true. And um, you also shared. Um, I, I thank thank you for sharing all that because um really uh, appreciate uh the courage and also um you being brave and share all this and in fact although you earn one mil uh at the age of thirty three, which is about four years later the market crashed and you went into a very huge debt of 
4.2 million. Yeah. Uh, so so that is a, a, a amount that is so crazy. So it it's like really like the stock market drop even like your life drop. How how did you overcome it? Um, how long do you take to to really bring it back? Because I I guess a lot of people who gone through that not as much as um you that you have been through a gap yeah. of four point two million. Uh, a lot of people maybe a few hundred thousand they are really committing suicide. They may feel that their life is wasted. So what was going through on your mind? Which I'm really curious, and I I I, I uh, maybe you can share with the audience out here. Oh gosh, it was a uh, it's crazy because. I gotta tell you, like um, it, like I said, it was really hard keeping that money, and I still think one of the best days of my life was the day when I really couldn't pay that mortgage, and I was like, gosh, I've worked for decades building this credit and trying to manage all this money, and now I can't pay it, and so there goes my credit, and I'm like, well, screw it, I'm not paying anybody. Um, and I think a lot of people went through that. It is hard you know, to lose houses. And most of that was mortgage debt just because um, I would take my earnings and I put it all in one basket and I'd buy more real estate, more real estate. And now I have all this real estate. Um, and I'm like totally upside down with all this real estate. <laughs> um, but the reality, so afterwards, now in hindsight, it was hard. You know, there were a lot of times when I cried and I was really upset. I never contemplated suicide because, you know, I was always Catholic and I just, we don't believe in suicide, you know. Um, but I will tell you, it was hard. And I realized that when, you know, in the end, the only people that are really there is your family. So you can always go back home and, you know, and they helped me through it, you know, and it wasn't easy. But it really humbled myself. But you know what? I came from nothing, you know. Mm, yeah. So to come from nothing, to make something, that's where um, it didn't hurt me as bad as it hurt those people that all came from something and they lost yeah. everything. Now they're nothing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but it's a, and I will tell you this. I always knew from studying like all those you know, how to get rich in real estate seminars and tapes and all that, um, that I would recover. And then like, and I think truly credit wise, I think you get a second chance every 10 years. <laughs> I mean, you know, and now that I've lived it, you know, there's programs. I never went bankrupt, you know, I just kind of waited it out. Now it's been about eight years and most of that, you know, legally, they can only keep some of that debt on your credit for about six to seven years, mm. but six to seven years flies by. And so that's, yeah, I think you can wait it out, but I recovered. It wasn't easy, but um, you know, you got to keep going, especially when you're a parent, mm. you know, out of necessity, you yeah. have to keep going. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and that's, that, that became the desire. And, and I'm really, really um, shocked that you, you share with me or surprised they share that you did not went bank bankrupt despite that the amount is so huge. What what uh, is it because that you know that you can flip it back again as quickly uh, as over time that you're able to flip it back? Um, I that just, doesn't cross um, your mind. Well, I think well with real estate, real estate is cyclical. Is that the word where it goes up, it goes down, it goes up and down. just like the stock market, hmm. it goes up, it goes down, it goes up and down. But um. And I know from being, you know, from my mom losing mm. jobs and moving because we're military and stuff, mm. you know, chances are really high. You're probably going to fall off mm. and then it comes back up <laughs> and then you go broke and then you come back up. I just haven't quite figured out and I'm working on it. How mm. do you just 
And I see that's why I believe in homeownership. Because at mm. least if you owned your house, you, you can budget. You know how much it's going to cost you to live next year. But it, and so you can, if you lose it, you're okay. You're just, you just can't go buy any cars or do any fun <laughs> stuff for a little while. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Got it. So um, you also became the rookie of the year when you started off in your first year in 2005. So what was that? Because for you, um, you, you, weren't, you wasn't doing any sales job before that? Before when yeah. You... Um, I never did sales, but, um, you know, my mom's Korean and she's a hard worker. And, you know, I was the, re, like the HUD repo specialist in the office because none of those other agents wanted to do it. They weren't going to go into those gross abandoned homes that, that are 50,000. Like to them, that was beneath them. Okay. But for me, I'm new. Um, I'm hungry. And plus, I think from like doing sports and competing all the time, mm. you all, you know, when they put those numbers up, you're like, I'm going to beat that person. I'm going to beat that person. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, but it was a lot of volume. And, you know, it's funny because those $50,000 condos, those pay- people later on in life bought 200, 300, 400, 500. They came back. Their family members bought from me. Wow. So in the beginning, it was not easy, but I did a lot of volume. I made mediocre money because mm. of the real estate splits. <laughs> but the, I'd say year four is when I started making a lot of money from my referrals. Wow. Wow. So it, take, it, it, it does really take time for it to grow. And you were, you were saying that something about you being an athlete and uh, putting it into the business. Because you were like maybe more competitive or you're more driven. So what are the what are the things that uh, as athlete? What 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 were you? Uh, what sport were you in when you were an athlete back then? When I was an athlete, yes. what position did I play? Yes. Um. Well, I was a center and I played basketball. Wow. Uh, in high school, you yeah, know, I, like I mean, <laughs> yeah, and then um, you know, I played volleyball too. I like volleyball because volleyball. I don't want to do all that running. <laughs> so. I went to junior college on volleyball and then I went to um, UTEP in Texas for, mm. uh, you know, afterwards and then Metro State in Denver. Mm. Um, yeah. And I think, I don't know, I think that, and that, and that's another thing I knew that kind of sets me apart from the other athletes. Like mm. as a female athlete back then, there was no NWA, you know, they were not going <laughs> to play sports after college, you know, yeah. but I will tell you when you play sports during college, um, it's not easy because they always, you know, some schools don't have your major, but you have this scholarship and they'll yank that scholarship if you get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really reactive. Um, and so my degree ended up being in like sports medicine and biology, but I became a salesperson. But I do think from just maybe being an athlete, being competitive like that, it mm. helped me in sales. Um, I will say that any sales positions that I've had, hmm. um, you know, I was an account manager at Zillow group hmm. and I just noticed like a lot of those people were athletes, hmm. you know, a lot of those salespeople are, you know, they're used to competing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you were saying that you were, you were in basketball and you play the center and, and that's, that's a position where a lot of battle, a lot of uh, really roughness that comes in, <laughs> I believe, even for, for ladies. Yeah, so so yeah. for ladies, you guys will also be very rough, and also volleyball, which is a very, I should say, uh, very fast and also really really competitive, because mm-hmm. the, 
everything is so fast you have to move fast and it's really you, you cannot have a second thought which is very very useful in in doing sales because you just have to take action you just have to move yeah it. it's true you have to have confidence yes. you can't be scared yes. you can be scared but you can't get over it. <laughs> yes and I, I believe for for sales the the number one um thing is the the fear of rejection and when uh like like when you play any sports it's about failing and failing and um, doing and doing and uh, and repeatedly you keep doing the things that you've been doing like your sales speech like keep going out to people and also that the persistence i should say that maybe the persistence of being athletic does help you pull through the the journey of being uh doing sales am i am i to say that um Probably, I don't know. I've never thought about it like that, but um, yeah, that's Maybe it's probably already in your blood. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you know, it's a numbers game, so you're yeah. like, shoot, I I can take a million free throws. I'm gonna hit a couple of them, right? <laughs> in fact, in fact, you talk about uh the numbers game. Uh, it just let me um bring bring back to you being athletic, because as a athletic as a student, uh, you 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 got to learn. You got to learn from the coach. You are just digesting yeah. whatever. You just being good at listening to instruction and to the methods, and also um, you have no question. You, you will not doubt your your basketball coach that uh, he or she is teaching you the wrong basketball method, and that that applies to when you come to out to the workforce. When someone is doing good in sales, you just listen to the person or the, the trainer that's training you, and that's yes. why that, that 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 is the that's the I I can find that the that it can there's similarities in you uh learning from a coach and learning your sales uh your skills your skills in sales so um basically can you can transfer to that and i see that because basically you just listen you just duplicate you just listen just duplicate and that that yeah. is what and the best thing is um you have the determination to really go out and uh go through the numbers because you know that you're going through the numbers is like you doing the drills the basketball drills, you shoot mm -hmm. 10,000, 20,000. You know that if you do that, your your, your accuracy will, will, will rise. Even for the same for sales, the more uh, sales speech that you do, you do, you, that you do it will mm -hmm. also increase your sales conversion because you make you more confident. You know that, okay, the next move is what? The next uh, pitch is what? What is your next, um, um, next thing that you're going to do? Are you going to do your closing and all that stuff? You know all that in the finger of, fingertips. And it's all because of all the training um, back then you uh, uh, of you being athletic. Yeah, I, I see that I, I see that that association. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's really good because like, like you also realize that a lot of um, the guys in real estate are also athletes. Yeah, it's true. And they're, Surprisingly. you know, and you're right. You're, you know, if you're coachable, someone's going to be yes. willing to coach you. Yes, yeah. especially in sales. Yeah. Yes. So, like we have talked about a lot about real estate. So, do you think that real estate is for everybody, like especially mothers? Um, you know what? Honestly, I don't know if real estate sales is necessarily, but I will say, um, if anybody asks me if they should get a real estate license, okay, my answer is always going to be like yes, even if you don't get the real estate license, pay the thousand dollars to go to school because. If it helps you to make your first home purchase, then it was worth it. Yeah. But if you like it and you think you can make a career and you're willing to work hard, then I would say become go sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. 
And and you um I still remember that in our previous Zoom meeting you were sharing something about owning a house versus renting a house, especially in the uh, United States. So you're sharing something. Yeah. Maybe you can share with the audience who are watching, and uh, maybe some of your um people who who's in your Facebook that are watching. Maybe you can share something with them. Um, I would just say that I see a lot of people, a lot of people's grandparents that bought their house years ago, you know, like 70 years ago, and their payments are like $500, um, $600, you know, if you can afford to do it. And plus, you know, there are, don't get me wrong. There are some cons to owning. Okay. Mm. Like in this market, it's, it's really expensive right now. And, you know, and on top of that, you got to pay for, to get things repaired. Okay. But let's say um, you buy in a down market, okay? Either way, if it's for your own house, I would say you should buy because you get the tax benefit. And on average, I see most people, they're getting back like $5,000 to $6,000 every year from owning a home. Wow. You know, plus the equity when that home sells. And like I said, I'm very passionate about the deal. I like getting people a return on their investment. So I like to look out for them, hopefully get them a home that is going to have some equity when they sell it so that they can walk away with. And I've got friends that are walking away with like $120,000, $180,000 cash selling their home. And they want to, you know, it's the only way that I know poor people can get rich. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So yeah, now teaching people how to get rich through owning a property. Yeah, not even rich, just at least secure. At least you're not going to be homeless. And neither are your kids, ever, as long as you keep on making this payment, which you would have to pay anyway. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is really awesome. And a lot of things that you, you shared, because um, likewise in, in Singapore, yeah, and, and the, the property mm-hmm. industry is like that. So maybe whatever you shared, it could be, be applicable over here, depending on the laws and depending on, um, how the investment gonna be, and and I'm um, going back to our topic. You were you were sharing about um how to succeed in in real estate with sincerity and integrity. So is that a practice or is that a something that you believe in that carry you throughout your real estate career? Um yeah, absolutely. Because for me. People, you know, you're not just a number, you know, I wouldn't have gone back into really because like I said, I made more money than I could ever want, you know, and I've also been in sales positions where, you know, you're so motivated by those (laughs) metrics and that quota. (laughs) Um, But I would say, you know, it's not one of those industries where you have to fake it to make it. Most Mm. people are going to do business with you just because um, you do seem very sincere. And I am, you know, I'll do... You tell me what your family wants. I will try to accommodate you um, within your budget, <laughs> you know, and since, and you know, and I'll take it away too. Like if I don't think it's a good deal, even though it might be, you know, I get paid. Um, I won't sell a home to mm. somebody if I think it's going to have some issues later, because, you know, mm. like I said, you know, I want to be their realtor forever and their family's <laughs> realtor. I want all their family. I want to do all their family. And, and that's how I make my friends. Mm. You know, we become friends. But I think if you just, um, you know, that's why so many women do so well in real estate, mm. you know, because they have kids, they know what it's like to have to provide for someone else. Yeah. And, you know, and um, it's a different type of world now. There's a lot of, 
you know, guys that are looking for that mom to support him too, because he doesn't want to pay bills, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, so that's why when you ask me, do I think it's for everyone? I think it's worth a shot. Mm. You know, you don't have to be, I don't look at it as sales anymore. Mm. Um, I look at it as like, I'm a consultant. Because mm. that's my job. I just have to teach you what's out there, what you can afford and show you. And, um, but I don't need to sell you because homes are going to sell on their own, yeah. whether you use me or someone else, you know, but at least I'll tell you the truth and yeah. <laughs> what I think, you yeah. know, and, and you share with them how, how they can, they can, um, they can profit or even to, to leave a legacy for their children. By just yes. owning as uh, owning a property, and it's not hard because you you did mention that um like locally you guys have some grants and uh which the first timers can tap on and uh, basically they yeah. can own a house without um a lot of difficulties. Oh yeah, so we have um in Colorado we have a a couple programs hmm. where you come in with a thousand dollars of your own money. That's hmm. all you need. Wow. They'll lend you or grant you four percent of whatever the loan is. So wow. if it's a three hundred thousand dollar house, that's twelve grand mm. that they'll just basically give you because they're trying to fight um, homelessness. You know, mm. so there's this money out there. As long as you have decent credit, mm. I think the six eighty mm. um, credit score gives you. You know, so work on it, um, and you have a job for the last two years and make under one hundred and nine thousand dollars. I think that's the parameters. You qualify to get your first home for only a thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! Yeah. I hope I wish that we could could um get a home in Singapore with a thousand dollars. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really hope so. Although, uh, for us, uh, maybe slightly a bit more, maybe another zero, which is possible for the uh, for the deposit, for the for the down payment which is possible because I, I think I guess I shared with you like um, previously the property here is crazy because we are yeah. we are such a small country basically a small island and uh and property prices like are like maybe 10 10 hundred times more than what you guys have over there yeah yeah we, we like our bungalows or landed basically cost millions at least a million sing dollar oh, wow yeah so which is crazy yeah so um but I, I I I guess that um there's always in every place you are able to invest into property or own a home that you can also put it as a legacy. Just that in yeah. Singapore it costs a bit more. But over over that I, I, I can I can see that uh because you shared a lot that you, you have shared this to help people, especially uh parents and uh also especially single parents. Like some single parents because they are struggling, and um and at the same time owning a home will help them, help them out uh pretty much in the future, or yeah. even uh even for for their children in in the in the future too, so which is which is something that um that that I I truly believe that why you are so passionate whether you are earning money from it or not you are still sharing and uh still helping people because uh to have a roof over their 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 um, their head, especially with with children, especially parents, and um particularly uh the single parents. So mm -hmm. um, example coming from you because you you felt that and because you you are you have that gift. Um, like uh previously you were sharing that, like oh in 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 your own in your own class you seems to be 
the the unique one or the odd one out like you're always going out to people going to network people yeah. being uh, sociable but that that is also a reason why uh, when you went into real estate you're doing fantastic because yeah. well i was never that social oh. you know it, it can be really uh, it can be a little uncomfortable but now um, i do realize from selling homes and just doing it mm. For the most part, people are pretty cool and it's fun. It's fun to meet those new people, but it, uh, yeah, it took me a little while to get out of my shell. <laughs> but I guess, I guess it's, it's pretty much your, your gift that is uncovered over the years. And also because you're passionate about it. And th yeah. that is what I want to share with a lot of mothers who are watching or any parents that are watching that uh, when you are doing something that you truly love, you're passionate about. Uh, you don't really matter whatever that matters, whether um, you are an introvert, whether do you, you are someone who don't speak much, you are someone who, mm -hmm. who don't socialize. Basically, you, you are just uh, spreading positive vibes and, and the energy that people will come and, and like you and associate with you. And even you don't say anything, people will come to you when you are doing something that you're passionate about, when you, when you, are, um, when you love what you are doing. And, and that, that is how I got connected with you, Judy, through Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> because she said, oh, Judy is someone that you really need to, need to meet up, need to connect with her. And now here we are uh, having you on my uh, live show. I'm pretty, pretty best, blessed uh, to have you coming on. And um, how, how do people, especially in your area, how do they connect with you? Maybe you can share with us. I'm on Facebook or call me or um, I've got a website, coloradosuburbhomes.com. Go there and uh, I have access to the MLS in Colorado Springs and Denver. So, wow. Wow. you know, so they I, can go there and look at homes. Yeah. No pressure. <laughs> so for those who are staying around this area, um, I, will, I will post um, how do you connect with Judy in the post or in the comments so that you're able to reach out to her. Uh, she's really, really good at it. She's really passionate. And, um, and she shared a lot of uh, tips. I hope that I, I can use it in Singapore. And um, <laughs> so, so Judy, in, uh, in terms of that, when you talk about integri in integrity in, uh, in providing your service, how, how does that come in? Is it because for long-term basis, because you are doing the business for long-term, they say integrity matters a lot. It matters a lot if you want referral business. And the thing is, is um, I've been taken advantage for marketing dollars or, um, you know, on something I bought. And, you know, I just don't think, um, and that's why, you know, especially with women, I think women feel like they have to know everything before they do it. Right? You really don't, you'll learn it, but you know, our fear of failure, I think is real. Um, and then how do I provide it? you know, a roof over my kid's head. How do I, um, what do I do for medical insurance? You know, all those fears yeah. are real. Um, but I would just say, I don't know, just have faith because it's mm. the law of attraction. Yeah. You will attract anything you want, right? Mm. Yes. But if you're thinking about these bills and all these pressures of life, um, <laughs> then that's what you're going to get is pressures in life. But if you yeah. think what could happen yeah. and you pursue that, um, you know, you'll just look, just do what makes you happy is what I say. And be passionate about it as far as integrity. Just do the right thing with whatever you do. And people remember that. Yes. Um, no. You know, people, they do. And I would say most of my clients have been people that I used to work with. Because hmm. they remember I'm not, you know, because of 
you know, because I'm not a liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you 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 show it through your action, you through show it through uh, the gesture, you show yes. it through by by uh, doing it by not uh, by having that integrity and keeping it regardless whatever happened. And and that's where um you're doing 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 really great um in your real estate business. And I really um very proud to know you and so thankful that I've connected with you. And also because you are so passionate about helping people. Uh and, and for me I I'm I'm also I feel you because I'm passionate about helping people, especially mothers, uh, to helping to help them to balance between um their mother motherhood, their parenting, and also their business or even their work. So um, time really flies. I really want to uh talk uh share more uh for you to share more with us. But um, um, I, like like that there's a tradition at the end of the uh, coming to the end of the show. There's a question of the day that uh, every guest get to post. So uh, now it's your turn to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So Judy, do you have, um, are you ready with your question of the day? My question of the day would be, um, what do you do to get back up after you fall down? <laughs> what is that? Again? Um, like, what do you, what do you do hmm. to get back up after you fall down? What do you do to get get what get back back up. up okay get back up after you fall down after you fall down wow yeah so in other words how do you get over your fears like when you do your fears of failure because you yeah. know we fall off so we don't you know you can't succeed at everything it just doesn't have it's just not that way yeah so what do you do you know what do you do to, yes. you know yeah, when you do rejection, you're rejected how do you get yourself to back up and to mm. do it again that would be my question. <laughs> wow, wow. So the question of the day is, what do you do to get back up after you fall down? Which is really, That's really right. a very good question. And I will post that question uh, in, the, in the comments area. And, for, um, and also uh, for those who are watching this, do comment it below with your answers uh, to this question of the day, which is, what do you do to get back up after you fall down? So uh, really looking forward to, um, to hear from you guys and also see your answers to the question of the day. And uh, Judy, any last advice for the mothers who are sitting on the fence wanting to uh, step into their passion, to pursue their passion, or even uh, stepping into real estate, uh, especially for single parents? Um, I would say, was it uh, Robert Kiyosaki? He says, uh, you know, how you're always working, thinking about how am I going to make more money? What am I going to do? I wish I had my own business. And he says, mind your business. So while you're working <laughs> at a mediocre job, start before you get another job, I would say, mind your business. Start a job which you want to do, whether it's real estate, whether it's like Rebecca's a painter. I mean, can you imagine? Your, her passion is painting and now she's selling painting and she's yeah. teaching people how to paint. It's amazing. But yeah. I would say eventually you'll make more money doing your side job than your real job. And when that happens, you quit <laughs> job. <laughs> yes, yes, I totally agree. Yeah. And, and really thankful for the, for the advice and uh, for all the sharing that you have shared with us. Uh, really thankful. And um, Kenneth here uh, signing off with uh, Judy. Uh, thank you all for watching and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys. Thank you, Judy. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah.